All right, good morning, guys. We are on. I have to do the intro this week, so this is me, Sophie, speaking, and I'm joined with my co-host, <laughs> Riley. And also, guys, it could be night time. doesn't have to be in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why I just said good morning. It is morning. <laughs> but I loved your enthusiasm. It was like, good morning, guys. Good like, you know morning. What? It can even be midday. Whatever time you're listening, that is totally fine. Again, so for now, we're back and forth about the intro, but we're here, we're doing it, and you nailed it. Thank you. I was Almost. a bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Um, but anyway, welcome back, guys. We're very happy to be back in your ears. Kind of crazy that like we're sitting in our rooms or whatever, and you're, I don't know, driving on a walk, mm. and we're just like in your ears. Like you can it's just hear so our voices. Bizarre. I know. I kind of love that. And it's, oh. do you know what else is crazy? It's like... With podcasting, like you said, we're in our own rooms just doing this right now and everyone else is just doing their own thing around the world. And mm-hmm. guys, when we look at our stats for the podcast on our oh, yes. website or whatever you call it, um, there is not an hour <coughs> excuse me. There is not an hour <laughs> in the week that there isn't at least like three hundred of you listening. Not even a minute goes not by. even a minute goes by where someone isn't listening which i find crazy but it's so cool to think that all week long everyone's connected in that way you know having i don't know it's crazy for us i feel like we're kind of used to it now looking at the stats but there are so many of you and we are literally all over the world yes i was just about to say like we have on the kind of analytics of our podcast there's like a world map basically and it lights up or makes it like darker wherever people are and like australia is probably the least amount like it's all over especially europe and like Mm, the us yeah oh my gosh it's so cool and i love you girls i know on the facebook group all talking about where you're all from it's amazing it's just yeah it's cool i love it i think it's honestly the best platform it's by far my favorite i think if sophie and i lived closer we would definitely do more than one a week and never say never i know a few people have asked but hopefully in the future we can bring out two episodes a week because that would be so much fun yeah absolutely i was even thinking like we could just do like 20 minute like little extra mm. 20 minute episodes i think that'd be really yeah. fun anyway Let we'd, we, we digress. we're just babbling <laughs> <laughs> let's get into our weekly highs and lows and riley because i started you will be going ahead on this one <laughs> all right highs and lows so as you all know a few anxious weeks but i am feeling a hundred times better this week i didn't have the best weekend i was still feeling a little bit anxious but It's a Monday. I am feeling so good today. And I think it was just a matter of needing to have my period, getting back on track and just getting clear with what I have to do with work. So I guess my high for the week is probably today. Can we count today as my week? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Today is my high because I have sat down this morning and time blocked my entire week. It just feels amazing. I just feel on top of the game today and it's just, it's nice. I love Mm -hmm. when I feel like this, but (laughs) it's good. And then I guess over the weekend as well, The beach was really nice. I love this time of year. Like the weather is just beautiful, like the mornings and the nights. It's just clear skies and the sunrises and sunsets are so nice in winter in Australia. I think everyone can vouch for that. It's amazing. So that was really nice as well. And then yesterday, actually, I just told Soph, I bought a new chair. (laughs) Boring for some, but incredible for me. I love my chair. It is like this big round rattan. Like it's just, it's beautiful. And I just get to curl up in it. It's, oh, I love it. 
love it. I love, I love how much you love it. <laughs> I love it. I really do. And I also made tea go to Bunnings yesterday with me, get some pots. We did some painting. It was just, <laughs> it was just a good weekend. Um, and then low, mm, I had a few cries. So I guess that always is a bit of a low, but honestly, like I just, I feel good. And I feel like any kind of a low that I had this week was still a positive. So overall, yeah. I feel good. How about you? Well, firstly, just on the crying, I yeah. think that a cry, <laughs> let's just dive back to that one. Let's just go back um, to the crying. <laughs> <laughs> I think honestly, like I love a good cry, even mm. like maybe what brings on on is a bit like, oh, like not the best, but I always feel so much better after a good cry. Yeah. You know? I just like You just feel floor. lighter. Yeah. Mm. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to cry. And it just like fell out of my eyes and I felt good for it. Do you ever feel like crying? Because sometimes I'm like, you know what? I kind of feel like crying right now. Or am I a freak? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, and just there's nothing like putting on a song or a movie that just gets you in the mood for a cry. It's almost like I want to cry, so I'm going to make myself cry. Exactly. You just need something to get you there and then you're good. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards you're like, that was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love to see it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Highs of my- <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a bit of a giggly mood today. Okay, highs and lows. Okay, so I'm going to start off with... Mm, what do I want to... I'll start off with my lows and we can end on high. So my low for the week... I honestly had a pretty good week, if I'm completely honest. But my low was probably... So it was Mother's Day yesterday. And as you guys mm. would know, if you've kind of listened to all of these episodes or just like specifically the episode where Riley interviewed me at the beginning. I think it's our second episode, isn't it? That one. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of explained everything that happened with mum and how she passed away. So Mother's Day is always a bit of a hard one for me. And I just feel like yesterday morning, because it's Monday now, it was Sunday was Mother's Day, was a bit hard. And there was just, I, I think it's the best day in the world. And I love seeing everyone posting it on Instagram. But I think it's, I feel like I've gotten to the stage now where I don't think about it every day. But I guess a day that's like celebrating mothers and everyone posting about it, it's just kind of like it makes you think about it and it brings it to the front of your mind. So I think that Definitely. was probably just, you know, had a bit of a cry as well. And um, yeah, I guess it was probably just the lowest point of my week, but I did manage. I mean, I felt better after the cry, which is always a great time. A and cry. then, <laughs> yeah. And then I went to office works cause I needed more tissue paper and I did some carpool karaoke, got some GYG for lunch and honestly oh. turned my day around. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing a GYG can't fix. <laughs> no, that is so true. Secondly, my high, sorry. My high is definitely seeing everyone get their jumpers arrive in the mail. I think yeah. it is just so surreal to see people like opening the packages, wearing the jumpers. Like, as I said, I think I said this in last week's episode, these jumpers have been just coming for so many months now and to finally see people wearing them and opening the packaging like packages and like the things that I've packed myself is just so surreal so I think that's probably definitely a high just every single time I see a tag in my story on decision made I'm like oh my gosh like that's just so cool so that's definitely my high for the week it's so cool I think I mean let's go back to Mother's Day quickly because I reckon it got to what, like nine o'clock yesterday and I was sort of like my mum's away at the moment. So I wasn't with, like, I didn't do any family things yesterday for Mother's Day. Um, 
and I just like randomly it like came over me I'm like oh so and then I just like sent you a quick message and I'm like it's just one of those days that I think is so tough but I know how many messages we receive on the drink more water page and I know that you get personally thanking you for opening up about that topic and talking about it because it is quite taboo and I think a lot of people think they can't open up about that um so yeah I mean my heart goes out to everyone yesterday that had a bit of a tough day with mother's day and it yeah it is tough and I think acknowledging it is super important but I mean yeah it's just one of those things that sucks and there's nothing you can do to sugarcoat it but being open about it and being vulnerable in that sense I think helps so many people so you're incredible for doing that your mum would be so so proud of you and everything that you've achieved especially in the last little bit and I think decision made is such a high like how amazing Mm, and just like definitely big few weeks for you anyway but yeah we digress again (laughs) again (laughs) moving into today's topic Soph and I do receive a lot of questions and asking I mean and asking and from girls asking us to talk about this topic and we both love this topic it's all about kind of routines and habits and setting intentions for the week and stuff like that and I mean personally I'm a massive fan of routine and I love habits and I love having good habits that kind of coincide with my routine and I think ultimately your habits make up your routine which is so important and it can be really hard to get out of routine and then build a new routine as well. I think habits are almost like a life hack. Like once Mm. you master habits, it's almost like you've just hacked life. And I don't know, I just think there's something to having a good set of habits and a good set of like good set routine that is life-changing genuinely and I think that Mm. we really wanted to create this episode today because we have implemented habits into our lives that definitely have made the biggest changes and I think as much as there's so many of the typical ones like drink my water (laughs) um, (laughs) and like get a good enough sleep blah 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 but I think today we just kind of wanted to dig a bit deeper and chat about the ones that we find personally help the most with us. So we've both yeah. got some dot points. We've we written do. some lists. <laughs> um, so do we want to do like one by one? Like you start with one, I'll go yeah, blah, blah, blah. Let's just go back and forth with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, do you want me to start? Go for it. <laughs> the theme of the day. <laughs> yeah. Well, first we were like, oh, should we categorize them into like health, fitness, like business blah 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 but I think we we were kind of like ah nah like let's just have a bit of a chat like normal don't you think as well like when it comes down to habits and routines they they all complement each other so whether the habit is more related to business or uni work whatever it is that you have going on that still sets a good intention for the rest of the day like if you go and train in the morning it kind of sets the sets the mood and sets the intention for the day so I think it's yeah they all kind of just flow in together so habits are cool like that but anyway, Absolutely. I digress again. <laughs> We're what good at that today. Habit? We are so good at that. <laughs> okay, so the first habit that I've written down is something that I've really implemented. I want to say since the beginning of this year. I feel like I've kind of done it, you know, for a few years, but this was one of my goals at the start of the year and I genuinely think it's made the biggest difference. And I know it's going to sound so annoying and so simple when I say it, but walking. And I know you're probably like, Sophie, shut up. (laughs) But genuinely, I think walking and like you said, like this kind of habit fits into so many different things. I think it's incredible movement for the body. So it fits into health and fitness. I think it's such a good way to de-stress. I know if I'm ever feeling anxious or stressed in any way, if I go for a walk, it genuinely changes 
I don't know, picks up my mood. I think it's great just to kind of like clear your mind. I just think it's, oh, everything just kind of gets better when you walk. And I know it sounds so like silly and stupid, but I know that I try and go for a walk every single day and some days it doesn't happen, but usually I'll write my to-do list every day, like go for a walk, even if that is like 10 minutes, 20 minutes. I think that it just helps so much. And even last week I was saying that I was super like stressed with the launch and just a bit anxious. I made it a priority to go for a walk every afternoon. And I feel like just getting outside, getting fresh air, moving your body in such a stress-free way. Cause I feel like sometimes, you know, as much as going to the gym and doing really high intensity intensity workouts is great. It almost puts just more stress on your body. And if you're already stressed, it's kind of just like piling on the stress. And I often feel like sometimes it makes me feel more anxious and just not great afterwards. So I think that walking is just incredible. And it's just a habit that I've really tried to get into this year. And I just feel incredible for it. I think my body loves it. My mind loves it. I love like listening to music or chatting to friends. It's just such a good way to relax. And I'm the type of person who can't really meditate. And we were even saying we don't want these habits to be like meditate for an hour a day and do three hours of yoga and a stretch every night. Like, you know, we want them to be realistic. And for me, meditating is something I would love to get into, but every single time I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I never do. (laughs) So walking is just something that's very achievable for me and is kind of like a form of meditation as well. Yeah, completely. I love that one. And I think as well, like I'm just kind of thinking through my habits and routines now that I have in my life. And when we talk habits, your habits are the makeup of your routine. So if walking is a habit of yours, that will make up whatever routine you have going on. So I think it's really important as well. And again, I digress, but setting routines in terms of a morning routine and a night routine. And I know that everyone goes on about it and there's a hundred videos on YouTube about my morning routine, my night routine, but at its essence, you just need to find routines that suit you. And it can be three things in your morning routine. It may just be waking up, natural light, open up your blinds, don't get on your phone. It can be getting in your active wear, going for an hour's walk, coming home, breakfast. That can be your morning routine. It doesn't have to be this complex thing, but it is super important to have routine. So you have some set structure to your day. And I think it creates a really good kind of guideline for how to live. And again, when my routines are out and my habits, I'm not prioritizing them. It throws me completely. And that's not to say that my day can't look different. It's just important that I really do prioritize those few things that I do. Anyway, my next habit is time blocking. And this is sort of relevant to what Soph was just saying, making sure that you have time in your day to schedule in that walk and schedule in those habits and things that you do want to prioritize. So this week, after feeling super overwhelmed for a few weeks, and I do time block, but I really made sure it was a priority of mine this week. I just thought to myself, right, I need to sit down and time block my entire week. I even scheduled in the time I'm going to take to time block. <laughs> we love Stop, I love that. <laughs> and I use Google Calendar. So what I did was I kind of just go through my week. I schedule when I'm walking. I schedule when I'm training. I schedule time to eat. And I know that sounds probably pretty bizarre to some people, but safer sofa and I, when you're working at home, it is so easy to work through any potential break that you could have. And you look up and you're like, oh my God, it's 2.30. I haven't had lunch or it's been, you know, five hours since breakfast or whatever it may have been. So scheduling time when I'm actually allowed to have a break, allowed to eat is super important for me. And then obviously around that, 
I'll sit down and kind of go through my tasks for the week or whatever is relevant to you and the things that you want to prioritize and make sure that you have set time during your week for those tasks. I think this is so important and it also just gives you that structure during the day as well to be productive because I know for me, I'm not necessarily that productive when I feel overwhelmed and like I have a hundred things to do. So when my mind's ticking and I'm like, okay, I've got all these things I need to do and I know I have a lot on my plate. If I don't have set time where I'm like, okay, this hour is dedicated to content. This hour is dedicated to programming, whatever it may be. I know that I have permission and I've given myself that permission to just sit down for that hour, completely immerse myself in that task. And I know for a lot of people that time blocking really helps with their productivity as well, because sometimes when you're jumping from task to task, you really can't focus on what it is that you're doing. You know, it's really hard to go from say doing client calls and energetically that's quite draining, but giving yourself in that way and then jumping into a creative task and then jumping into something that, you know, like admin and trying to like think of money and finance. I'm like, whoa, I, my brain can't do that. But when you've time blocked, you can really get into the task that you're doing and get the most out of that time and that has helped me so much like I can't even reiterate how much that helps me and you don't have to be working for yourself to time block it can just be so you definitely prioritize that walk or that training whatever it is that you want to do in that day you know it can be meal prep like between 4 and 4 30 I'm prepping for dinner and that means I won't buy takeout on the way home from gym or whatever it looks like for you but just being intentional with your time I think overall is a really good habit Hablet? <laughs> Hablet? I'm trying to say habit to implement. <laughs> Hablet. Hablet. <laughs> Cut the middle, man. <laughs> Stop. I love that. As well on that, I think time blocking is so such a great way to get things done efficiently and in a great order as well. And to kind of continue on from that, I love setting time limits and setting timers because say if you've time blocked for something, you know the amount of time you've got. But if you've got all day to do one thing or you've got all day to do a bunch of things, you're kind of like, "Mm, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. I'll put that off until the last thing I do. Story of my life. Literally. Um, but I find, say if, okay, what's something I hate doing? Cleaning. <laughs> I would say really? that, <laughs> really? Couldn't tell? I buy the entire house. That's fine. Um, but I would say the thing that helps me the most, I'm like, okay, I'm going to set a 30 minute timer and I'm going to clean. I've got 30 minutes to do it. And it also kind of like sparks my competitiveness because I'm like, I've got to beat this timer for how quick yes. I can get this done. Do you know what I mean? I so it. it's kind of like I'm rushing around, I'm building up a sweat, put some music on, and then I get it done in like 28 minutes. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm <Yes>. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it is. And I feel like this with anything, I used to do it back in school. If you're at uni and you do not want to do that assignment, set yourself 45 minutes and be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to turn my phone on flight mode, do this for 45 minutes, and then you can get a break. Then you can get a snack. But I think that time limits just kind of, I don't know, they make everything more fun. It's like when you're a kid and someone's like, oh, like, I bet you can't do this in five seconds. You're like, well, I bet I can. It's almost like setting that competitiveness in yourself to be like, I don't think I can pack all these jumpers in 20 minutes, but you know what? Let's do it. Do you know what I mean? And you know what? Actually on that, it's really interesting that you say that. And I think it is so, so true. Giving yourself that time is just realistic as well, because I know, like you said, if you have like a free day for me, Thursdays and Fridays are typically pretty free. Like I've got 
eight hours and it's like nothing's in there. There's no calls. There's nothing that, you know, um, gives me a set time to have something done by because say when I have a call and I've got two hours before that call, I'm like, cool, I've got two hours so I can get this done, this done, this done. And I know that that has to end at a certain point. But when you have that like unlimited time, it's very sort of just like up in the air and it's very easy to waste. So I think that's such a good tip is setting a timer. And as well as that, you know, when you are say scrolling on your phone, this is something that I think is really just typical of our day and age and such a time waster and something that makes you feel so sluggish, so unproductive and gets you in a real slump is when you do have that kind of unlimited time, you know, it's the afternoon, you're home from work, it's 5 p.m. and you're like, oh, like I've got to make dinner, I might go to the gym, whatever. And then you're three hours deep in TikTok. Like, how am I still here? And then you just feel like sluggish and you're like, oh, I didn't eat well. And then I didn't, you know, train. And I said, I'd go for a walk and whatever else it may have been. So I think again, like even setting limits and timers on your phone. So you're like, you know what? I just got home from work. I'm so knackered. I just need half an hour to chill. I'm going to flop on my bed, stay in my clothes, not take my shoes off and scroll. But when that timer goes, it's time to get up, like go and have a snack, you know, get some energy into you, change your clothes, get out the door, go and do whatever it was that you were going to do that afternoon or clean or cook, whatever it is. And you will feel so good for also just setting that boundary in yourself. And I really want to do a full episode on boundaries. So I don't want to go into that this episode, but I think that kind of comes into it as well. But again, yes, set time is amazing. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And I also think you know, writing to-do lists are great, but I think it's really important because like you said, if you've got a list of 20 things to do in five hours, it's almost like you get so overwhelmed that like, "Mm, I don't even know where to start. I'm just going to procrastinate. I know I do that all the time. So I think it's really important to, even if it's to set three priority to-do lists kind of thing, like three priority kind of things that you want to do you're like if I get nothing else done I need to get these done if you have a highlighter highlight them if you have a pen put a little star next to them because there's nothing worse than getting to the end of the day and looking at your to-do list and thinking I did one thing and you feel so like oh I wasn't productive enough you don't feel satisfied with the day but if that little one thing that you got done had a star next to it and you were like this is if anything else this is the one thing I'm going to get done today you'll feel good at least that you got that done so I think it's important to just kind of point out to yourself the priorities that you've got to do and if they get done you'll be happy but if the rest get done amazing it's kind of like as a minimum that's what you want to get done and anything more than that is great exactly and I think that kind of comes into a habit that I wrote down which is prioritize three to five things per day and do the hardest thing first Mm, because I know for me I can get what's an example Okay, answering emails or programming. Programming takes quite a bit of time. So I really need to be in a certain headspace to do it. And I find that when I'm sort of a bit all scattered and I sit down to program, I'm like, oh, like I just don't want to do this. I want to do everything first. But if I realistically just sat down and got that hard thing done, you know, vacuuming is easy. It's mindless. Grab the vacuum and move it. I don't have to think about it. <laughs> For <things>. you. <laughs> For you. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> You're like, I can't with vacuuming. Um, I honestly love cleaning. That's this yeah. is a whole other thing. But I'm really like, I'm, I was actually, okay, guys, this is such a side note. I'll get back to my habit in a second. But this morning I was wiping down the sinks because they were just a bit dirty. And I was thinking to myself, I actually love this. 
I've always said I'll get a clean up, but I was like, will I? Like, will I? Because I actually really love this. Do you know what? I envy this about you so much. And okay, the thing is, is when I'm cleaning and everything is clean, I'm like, I love this. I enjoy cleaning. But it's just something for me. I'm like, to get to that point is very hard. <laughs> like the kitchen is an absolute mess right now. And of course, I want it to be clean. And if, when I'm actually cleaning, it, I'm like, yeah, this is good. But getting me to that point, there's a lot of steps. It's tricky. <laughs> Look, this is another habit, which I'll touch on in another habit's time, but I'm going to finish on this first. I I digress from, but doing the hardest thing first, a hundred percent is the way to go. And I think that is when, like you said, when you have like 20 things in your day, when you know, there's that one hard thing kind of lingering, that's almost where you get into that state of being unproductive because it's like, there's so much resistance between you and doing that task. And then obviously getting the other 20 complete that it feels really difficult. But if you just get that one thing done, you know, that every single thing after that, you will tick off with ease, knowing that you're fine to do those tasks. So I think that's a really cool habit to have as well. Yeah. And like on that as well, when you've got the hardest thing done, you're like, well, there's there's nothing stopping me for doing the rest because you know you've done the hardest mm. thing. So everything else is so easy. And I often find when I do the hardest thing, I feel so good that I've done that, that I just want to keep like on being on that productive role kind of thing. So yeah. definitely that's something that I need to start doing more because I put off things till the end of the day. And then I'm like, oh, mm, I can wait till tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, so excited. why did you never yeah. do that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Was it my turn or your turn? It's your turn. Yeah, we've done okay. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my next kind of tip that I've tried to do to just kind of like make it more realistic for me is to add to your existing habits rather than trying to say to yourself, okay, I'm not happy with my life. I'm going to stop everything I'm doing and create a whole new habit list and change everything. That can sometimes be great, but it's also very unrealistic when you're just, you know, changing your life. It's like waking up one day being like, okay, like everything I'm doing right now, I want to change it all. Like, no, there's steps to get there. So I feel like as well, instead of, and this is with anything, instead of thinking like, oh, I haven't got enough time to do an extra habit, blah, blah, blah. Instead of thinking in that lacking mindset, try and switch it to being like, I'm going to try and add in one new habit today add to your existing ones. If you already love that you go for a walk, that's incredible. What's one more thing that you can implement into your day that will make you feel better? So maybe that's, you don't feel like you're doing enough self-care and you don't have a lot of time. Maybe if that's literally having a shower and doing a skincare routine that takes 60 seconds, that'll make you feel good. That's one extra habit. That's so easy. You know, if it's reading for 10 minutes before bed, You know, if you do want to have a cheeky scroll on your phone, that's fine. Maybe instead of doing it for two hours, do it for 20 minutes and then do 10 minutes of reading. (laughs) Yes, set the timer. So I think, yeah, just I think it can be really overwhelming if you're like, okay, I definitely want to be making changes in my life because I know we all go through those times to think, oh, there's so many things I want to change, whether that's I want to start eating healthier. I want to start working out more. Don't try and cut out everything in one day. I mean, don't cut out everything any time, in my opinion. But, you know, maybe add in one meal that has a bit more veggies than yesterday's. You know, every day try and be that 1% better. And you're not, you're always trying to better yourself. You're not competing with anyone else. If you're looking at someone on social media and it looks like their routine is just incredible and all their habits are incredible. Firstly, it's probably not exactly their life. I know my life looks a lot better than it actually is on social media. Um, 
So it's also just important to compare yourself to yourself yesterday. So if you didn't go for a walk yesterday, that's fine. Go for a walk today. Or if you didn't have any veggies yesterday, that's fine. Just add one piece of broccoli <laughs> into your day. That's all you Do you know need. what I mean? That's I all I love. Need. Yeah, that's my one of my favorite. It's not even necessarily a habit. It's just something that you should be doing. And I think it's so important, like identifying the small limiting habits that are currently in your day and then using new habits to almost get rid of those ones. And, you know, the thing is, old habit, old habits, wow. <laughs> We're not dabbing people. Old habits die hard. That is where I'm getting. Sophie just dabbed. Oh, I hate this for me. <laughs> but they do. Old habits die hard. So, when you're really fixated on changing those poor habits that are in your routine, it can be really, really difficult because you will always fall back on your norm and what you know to be true. So when you start to replace old habits rather than getting rid of them, it's a lot easier to do. And I think it's such an important thing to think about when you are trying to implement new habits within your routine. You know, like Soph said, start small. If you're currently someone who doesn't train, doesn't go on walks, you don't eat that healthy or you don't feel like you have very good night and morning routines, whatever it may look like for you, start small. What time do you want to wake up? Set your alarm 15 minutes earlier every single week until you get to that wake up time. Go to bed half an hour earlier until that becomes easy. If you really want to get into reading but you don't really love reading, read five pages a night. You know, just start somewhere and build from there. You know, I cannot meditate, neither can so really. We just, I can't sit still, but I'm determined to get to a place where I know I can. But realistically, I'm not going to sit in a silent room with my legs folded and my palms up in silence for 20 minutes. It won't happen. It literally will not happen. I will be so fit. I, I, anyway, we don't even, it just won't happen. So, <laughs> float therapy. Um, so... <laughs> So for me, that might look like me sitting on my chair, listening to a podcast with my eyes shut and I can fidget and I can hold something if I need to, but that's still a form of me meditating and slowly and slowly I will build on that and grow for longer and sit in silence and whatever that might look like. But for now, it's unrealistic of me to set that expectation on myself because I know it won't happen. It's a guaranteed. Definitely. And I think as well, if you're adding in little habits that don't even seem like they're that much on that specific day, you look at yourself in three months from now, two months from now, six months from now, and you'll look back and be like, wow, things that come so easily to me now and they're just part of my daily routine. I just like they'll just already be there because you've added sl- like slowly to your routine and slowly to your list of habits that you won't even think about them. Like I don't really even think about going on a walk now. And at the start of this year, it was a thing that I would I have to be like, okay, you're going for a walk today. Now yeah. it's kind of like, all right, so when am I going for a walk today? It's not a question, you it's a when. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's really important to just, yeah, add in the small things and then, you know, with everything, you want them to be as sustainable as possible. You don't want to do something for eight weeks, whether that's go to the gym six times a week and it's not realistic for you. Eat really cleanly and that's not realistic for you. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't want to be like, okay, I'm going to do this for four weeks and then I'll be done. You want to create things, even though it might take more time, that will be sustainable and kind of go with you through life. Yeah, completely. And that, I guess, kind of goes on to the next habit of mine. And I live by this. 
I try to anyway. I love this quote. I really do. Um, and it's look after future you. It just, I, I love it. I really love it. And love the reason I do is because it kind of applies to everything. And whenever you are in a bit of a rut or you're feeling super unproductive, look after future you. So for example, on Sunday, I kind of came into my room upstairs, which is like my office. Um, and it was just, there's just clothes everywhere. Like I have all these clothes I was meant to take to like the salvos. And there's just, there's just stuff everywhere. My desk is messy. I know when I open these drawers, there's just like paper from like five months ago. So I'm like, all right, it's time. And I set a timer, 45 minutes, <laughs> put some music on and cleaned the entire room. But me doing that looks after future me. And I just thought to myself, you're currently feeling pretty anxious and just pretty overwhelmed. So what can you do right now in this moment to make yourself feel better come Monday? And I'm like, look after future you. Like, I don't want to do this right now, but I'm going to. So another example is there's heaps of washing to do. I have calls early. T and I are both home, but it's like seven o'clock at night. I'm like, all right, I'm going to put the washing on. And now we're going to hang it out together so that tomorrow afternoon it's done because in the morning I don't have time. And I'm going to look after future me by doing it right now, even though it's seven at night and I really don't want to because it'll make tomorrow easier. And having, oh, I don't know, just having that mindset and doing things for yourself is a lot more, um, what's the word, like enticing because it's for yourself. I know I'm pretty selfish. So if I'm doing something for <laughs> me, I'm like, sweet, because it's only going to benefit me. <laughs> So even like, um, you know, when it comes down to eating and food and stuff like that as well, I'm like, Riley, eat right now, because if you don't eat right now, you're going to be really low on energy and kind of cranky in two hours. So look after yourself in this moment by eating and setting some time aside to feel better in the future. I just think it applies to everything and I love it. Yeah. Do you know what? I think I needed to hear that because it also just alleviates <laughs> stress from yourself, which is in turn Completely. a great habit. Yeah. <laughs> and I also think that in doing that, whoa, I totally lost my train of thought then. But I could tell that whoa. you're like deep in thought when I was even, even speaking. Yeah. But that's just, really weird. I hate that for myself. Just keep talking and I'll try and remember. That's totally fine. <laughs> um, no, but just when it comes to this whole thing, you know, if you think of any aspect in your life right now you know you can think of uni of work of your relationships of eating of nutrition whatever it may be and whatever it feels true to you in your life it'll always be beneficial like even in terms of training right I missed Monday last week which is fine like sometimes that happens never miss a Monday I know I really (laughs) told you I'm sorry (laughs) I missed a Monday and it did to be honest it kind of threw my week just not completely, I still trained, you know, and caught up on my sessions, but it did kind of push me back a day every time. And I thought to myself, I, there was no reason I couldn't have trained that day. Like I chose not to. Therefore, I wasn't looking after future me because it put a little bit more stress on every single day knowing I've got to get up Sunday morning now. I've got to get up whenever. And don't get me wrong, guys, you can miss a session. It does not matter. But <laughs> at the moment, I'm just on a program and I really like to you know, apply my overload in that sense. So I don't like to miss any of those set sessions. Um, you know, So for me, that was a choice that I made that day. And it just stands true that when you do prioritize yourself in that sense and put yourself and your future you first, it is so beneficial and I can't recommend it more. 
Yeah, okay, and I remembered what I was thinking. Thank <laughs> goodness. I don't know why that happens. Like, it really freaks me out. Like, you've got it, and then it's gone. But it happens a lot podcasting. Anyway, go before you forget. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what I was going to say on that is that I love that kind of sentence, think about future you, because like you said, I'm a selfish person, and I will always benefit future me. And it's so much easier to think at the time, oh, I really just want to sit down on the couch and scroll through TikTok. And yeah, maybe that will make you happier in that time, but that's going that's going to put so much more stress onto you in the future and you're not thinking about your future self. And that is something that I need to think about a lot because so many times I'm like, oh, I just want to sit down on the couch. And like as much as, yeah, cool, you can, of course, sit down on the couch, maybe do it after doing something that will alleviate that stress and you will feel so much better. You will wake up that next morning thanking yourself. You'll appreciate yourself more like, oh, I really needed to hear that. So thank you for bringing that one up. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Do you have another habit? Um. Oh, look, what? I've written down a few things, but I'm just kind of looking at them because I feel like we've we've covered so much. Mm. I've just thought of one. That's all that I'm like, I kind of love this one. Okay, yeah, cool. You go. <laughs> so this is probably my final habit, unless I think of something else that I can really think of right now. And I love this because again, quite lazy, <laughs> quite lazy. But <laughs> this is something that I think applies to so many of us. And I know how much, you know, meal prepping and food can feel like a struggle and sort of a constant thing that you need to be thinking about just in terms of being organized more than anything. You know, you're kind of like, what's for dinner? Oh, shit, I didn't think of it. That kind of vibe. So for me, it's sitting down on a Sunday and planning out at least my dinners. You know, if I sit down and I'm like, okay, salmon and mash Monday night, stir fry Tuesday night, we'll go out Wednesday night, GYG, um, <laughs> Thursday night might be like homemade burgers and then Friday night might be a curry, for example. But when I know that I can therefore buy food for the week knowing, okay, I've got it. And I know this sounds really like simple and kind of like a no brainer, but I know how many girls struggle with this. I know how many clients struggle with this kind of a thing. So that really helps me knowing. And then obviously when we go to the shops, I buy all that food for the week. So I know that dinner is a non-negotiable, like the food is there. There's no excuse. And also that day, you know, what's coming. You're like, right, tonight is this meal. So it's not like you have to get to five thirty, six o'clock and think, oh shit, dinner. Like I didn't even give it any thought. Another little hack when it comes to food, again, quite lazy. So I love a rice cooker. Like I'm sure most people have rice cookers, but I know plenty don't. But at the start of the week, and T does this as well for his lunch, we just cook up a heap of rice, a heap of broccolini and teriyaki sauce and whatever else we have. And we also buy just like hot chickens. Already mm, cooked. We do too. And yep. It's so easy. So easy. And when you pull it all apart at the start of the week, you've just got endless chicken there. And this can be tuna, this can be tofu, whatever. Like obviously it has to be relevant to you. Um, but it's so easy. So now for lunch today, I know that I've already got broccolini cooked. There's already like kiwa rice cooked, ready to go as well. And then I'll probably just chuck a um, can of tuna in there, cut up some salad stuff. And there's my lunch. It's just easy, but it all comes with being prepared and having things like your yogurts or whatever it is and having enough to last you the week. It just keeps you on track with your nutrition as well. And honestly, more than anything, and I know I harp on about this, but having the food there, not from a health perspective, but for an energy perspective because I can get so lazy if there's no food and just not eat enough and when I don't eat enough I'm not happy <laughs> so just being prepared is awesome and I think having that Sunday routine really helps 
meal prep is one of the best habits that I think anyone can implement into their lives. Because even I know for me recently, I just, I don't know, I just haven't been meal prepping and it gets to every lunch, it gets to every dinner. And I'm like, I cannot be bothered to slave away in the kitchen for an hour creating something like, and I just, I don't want to, I put it off. And then all of a sudden it's like, 8 30 and I'm like oh well now I can't be bothered to make anything like then I end up having toast do you know what I mean it's just completely I think meal prepping is one of the most important things and it just it's that thing again that just alleviates future your future self stress you know if you know that you've got your lunch already prepped it's so much easier it's better for you like oh I don't know I think meal prepping is definitely like one of the best things that anyone can do um and like you said, not even, I mean, obviously health comes into it, but and more than that, just like easy. And totally. I feel like yeah. as it's humans, yeah. And as humans, look, we're kind of lazy. We are kind of lazy. And I feel like anything that will make our lives just that little bit easier is something that I will absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, yeah, it stands so true. And I think even when I'm like thinking of meals and stuff like that as well, cooking enough at dinner for lunch the next day, if you know that you don't like to cook again, it's just being, you know, work smarter, not harder. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Work smarter, not harder. So when you just have things ready there, it's just, there's no excuse. Like, mm-hmm. so one thing I miss about living at home, mum just always had leftovers and it was so good. And now I'm like, I live with tea and he just eats everything. So I'm like, cool. <laughs> Where's my food? There is never leftovers for tea. No, unfortunately not. We do cook for four. Um, anyway. <laughs> That's a meat problem. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing that I wanted to touch on, which isn't really a habit, but just something to be super wary of and just kind of think about when it comes to creating new habits is reward yourself one for your little victories. So if you've, you know, don't beat yourself up for not doing everything in that day that you planned out to do. You know, if you've just read for 10 minutes, awesome. Like that's a little victory that you can reward yourself for. And that'll in turn make you want to do it again because you felt good about doing it. Equally, if you do miss a day of doing some of your habits that make you feel great, that is okay. Habits don't have to be all or nothing and you don't have to go, oh, well, because I didn't do it yesterday. I didn't do three of my habits that make me feel good yesterday. I just won't do it for the next few weeks. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be an all or nothing kind of thing. And even for me, there was a few weeks ago where I think I actually said this on the podcast like a couple of weeks ago where I had the laziest day of my entire life and I was sitting on the couch. I felt so shitty and I didn't do half of the habits that made me feel good. And I could have been like, okay, well, all or nothing. I haven't done anything, so I will continue to do nothing. But I still got out and did like literally a 30 minute walk and that made me feel so much better. So when it comes to habits, if you do miss something, that's fine. It's not all or nothing. And like I said before, you want to create a lifestyle that's as sustainable and maintainable as possible. And you're not going to be doing all the things that you really want to be doing every single day. It's just, you know, okay, you didn't do it yesterday. Try and do it today. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. I don't think I do half of the habits I just mentioned every single day, but there are some key ones in there that I know I really try to prioritize and it does make a huge difference, but it's not about being perfect, just realistic and whatever fits in with your lifestyle. And like Soph said, if you're having a shitty day or something just not going your way, Think about those habits and what will really make you feel good and get back into that like more productive and happy state and run with that. I think Definitely. that's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's my the most 
important habits that we wanted to chat about today mm. and most of the ones we wrote down so. if you guys yeah if you guys did want to chuck in the facebook group if you've got any really good habits that we didn't mention today can we please because i love hearing about other people's habits and honestly like this i'm sure a few of you girls have taken something away from this and thought yeah that's such a good idea but there is so much that we haven't said so oh, any yeah. habits or little things that you do in your day please pop them in the Facebook yes group. that would be i'd love to have a read to through. read through <laughs> yeah definitely yep, definitely <laughs> we were like definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> it's definitely getting to the point of the podcast where we start to go a little bit crazy we're both up on our like feet like moving around <laughs> i know and i'm so sorry guys if you can hear um like if you could hear my chair at all throughout this um episode i'm just like i said i'm just i'm very i can't sit still for very long so if i was moving around a bit i just i always have my feet up down like on the desk off the desk now i'm standing <laughs> anyway getting into our ask us threes i'm excited yeah. about these questions today actually so, am I. so the first question is one that we actually get a lot and obviously we, we don't want to say that you have to be doing any of this but this question basically just asks hey girls love your podcast so much thank you very much love you um and she asked what are your favorite supplements and is there any that you like to implement into your everyday lifestyles yep. so Riley, would you like to cake us off on this oh, one oh sure i'll do it um <laughs> Protein for started, I think for girls, we've spoken about protein before, I think with an Ask Us 3, but definitely recommend it. We typically don't get enough as it is in our normal um, diets, but just remember with supplements, like they are supplements to yes. supplement your diet, not replace. So don't use any supplement to replace anything in your diet. You should still be getting protein as it is. Um, but I think, yeah, protein's amazing. I definitely wouldn't hit my intake if I didn't have protein in my diet. So that's definitely important. I think I have mine probably twice a day. If I think about it, I have protein um, as a shake and always in my oats. So I do have kind of two servings a day, I would say. And yeah, love it. <laughs> like I definitely wouldn't hit my protein. If not, especially if you are vegan or vegetarian, I think it's a great supplement to have and invest in a good quality one. Other things I would suggest Honestly, I mean, depending on how like far we're talking into supplements, like are we talking magnesium? Are we talking what? Because I definitely recommend magnesium for around your period. I mean, it's good to have it anyway. I kind of double my dose in the lead up to my period and the days of, and it helps so much with any pain that I have, any cramping. Um, I personally find it so beneficial. So I guess that's the supplement that I would recommend. I'm just thinking what else I would recommend because honestly... Pre-workout, BCAs, um, fat burner. I don't, it's not that I don't recommend it. I just think they're luxury supplements. Like if you want to spend the money, then like go wild. But equally, you don't need them in your routine to be fitter, healthier, stronger, leaner. Like it's just a supplement. If you're having caffeine before you train, that's essentially fat burner or pre-workout. So have a shot of coffee if you don't want to spend the money on them. Um, a fat burner or pre-workout literally i mean in very simple terms all a fat burner or pre really does is elevate your heart rate the higher your heart rate is the more calories you burn that's it right like that's kind of what happens so it can be a good tool in that sense but you definitely don't need it i don't drink coffee i never have caffeine um and i don't take pre-workout or fat burner so 
yeah, that's just my personal preference, but I'm pretty simple. That's, that's all I would say. I mean, collagen, I love taking, like, I love that as just a drink in general, but I think it's a really good supplement to have. I've been having MCT oil in my um, bone broth in the mornings. Apparently it's really good for like brain function and focusing and stuff like that, but I'm yet to kind of like get a really, it's only been like a few days. So I'll just keep you updated on that one. But yeah, I think that's all from me. Yeah. And I think as well, like obviously for every person might need different supplements, you know, like if you go to the doctors and you might oh, be low definitely. nine, you might be low yeah. this, like this is just very general. Um, but I'm going to have to agree with you on all of those. I just want to say, my favorites because I know a lot of people get like asked oh, questions true. about this. Yeah, yeah, we should say that. <laughs> yeah. So 100% my favorite protein at the moment is the Macromike salted caramel almond protein. Guys, it you is so good. You love the good. almond protein. You love I it. I froth it. I yeah. froth it. Like I have it every single day. It's so delicious. It's oh, and especially yeah. for like a dairy-free protein, it's so creamy. I love it. I love it. And then in terms of magnesium, I also like to have magnesium every single day. I love the Adrenal Switch by Switch Nutrition oh, chocolate. It's so good. It's so, so good. good. I like and moon milk too. Oh yeah, moon milk's great. That's the one I have. Um I'm just thinking as well, collagen, I love the Naked Harvest collagen, pine coconut, love it. Plain's good too if you just want to have it in coffee. I really like the Naked Harvest BCAs and pre-workout if you're going to have it. I definitely think Naked Harvest um yeah. Great. I mean, greens powder as well. Love the Naked Ooh, Harvest yeah. greens powder. The and the Switch one. Magic. Yeah. The Switch one's think, really good. Oh, it is good. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Mango um, passion. Mm, love it. I like the lemon ginger one. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but don't have, I don't, I mean, again, greens powder is like a luxury. I don't, like you should be getting all those micronutrients in your diet. So make sure you are having plenty of veggies. But if you want to get more in, 100%, go for it. Um Anything else that we didn't recommend? Oh, and macromic protein is just always great. Yeah. I've got nothing so bad to say. Me neither. Nothing <laughs> we at can all. Leave, um, we can leave some of our discounts and stuff in the um, – what's that thing called below? Show notes? <laughs> the old show notes. Yeah. <laughs> like I was even – Caption. <laughs> <laughs> I was even thinking we could do a post in the Facebook group, just like linking the ones we like the most. Yeah. Perfect. We'll do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Next, ask us three. Yes. Would you like to take us away? Yep. Um, so how would you, do you deal with letting go of toxic friendships without coming across as toxic yourself? Okay. How do you, all right. Okay. Let me just collect my thoughts on this one. I yeah. think, I mean, I personally think like if, if a friend, if you feel like a friend isn't benefiting you in any way and you feel like she or he is very toxic, I think it is really important to distance yourself from that friend. Obviously, it's very hard and unrealistic to completely cut out a person from your life, especially if, you know, you go to school with them or you go to university with them, you know, like it, it's hard to just be like, all right, you're done. I'm never seeing you again. And I totally, totally can kind of get that. I think personally, just slowly making things that just distance yourselves a little bit from each other, if that makes sense. So maybe if you do see each other like five times a week, if there is a way to just like, you know, lower that a little bit or 
you know, when you are hanging out, maybe make sure there's someone else there to kind of act as a little bit of a buffer. Um, I don't really know. I feel like I haven't ever really had a situation like this myself. So I feel like maybe I don't have the best advice, but I just know that it's very hard to just completely cut a person out of your life. But I think, yeah, I think friends always grow apart. And so I think it's very natural for this to be happening, especially if you feel like, they are toxic for you. So I think just slowly maybe try and make some more friends and start hanging out with them more. Or yeah, I think those are probably my biggest tips. Yeah, I agree. I think just setting boundaries in that situation is really important as well and knowing how much you can take and how much you can't. Oh, like it's a tough one because if a friend is really toxic and you know it's having a very negative effect on you, you have every right to end that friendship and walk away. And again, look after future future you and look after yourself. And the main thing in that situation is that you're prioritizing you. If this friend is quite toxic, there's every chance that no matter how you go about it, it's going to end badly because they may be quite toxic towards you trying to end the friendship. And I think Soph's right. You don't necessarily have to end it, but create some distance between you and that friend. So you do have some boundaries in place as well. So that may just mean that you're spending less time with them. You don't answer them after a certain time at night. You maybe hide their stories and hide their posts. You don't have to see them as much on social media as well. And I think just being very clear because sometimes what can happen is you start to trauma bond. In relationships as well and your only point of contact is bitching about another person or being quite toxic in your dialogue and that can get really negative and I know I've had this experience before and I got to the point where I was like you know what the only connection we have is being mean to other people or bitching or gossiping or whatever it may be and when you're trying to up level in your life and be a better person it's really tough to be around someone like that and be a better person so I know what it's like and I think in that situation, it's just important that you prioritize yourself. You know, if you want to be a better person, it's maybe time to make that shift and make that adjustment. And in that, you can just say to that person, you know, when we're together, I don't really want to talk about other people and I don't like I'm done with that. You know, I'm trying to do X, Y and Z and be better in my life. And it makes me feel really negative when we talk about other people like that. For an example, And they will either take it or leave it. They most likely, if you disengage and you're not actually giving them much back in those situations, will find someone else to do that with. So that kind of just takes that pressure off you as well. But I think in that situation, really think long and hard about how good of a friend this person is to you. And if the answer is, you know, they're not that good of a friend, then it's just time to create that distance and move on and and deal with whatever consequences come from it. But if you know it's the right decision for you, then just go for it. Absolutely. Agreed. All right. Last question. This one is a bit of like a scenario and like advice question, I guess. And this girl's just fully opened up and I feel quite honored that she's like asked this question. So I'm excited to answer it. Um, But she said, hey, girls, I have a question that is really playing on my mind at the moment. I don't want to sound stupid. By the way, you'll never sound stupid to us. Um, In my friend group, I'm the only single one and the only virgin. And it sounds stupid, but I feel like I'm doing something wrong or like I'm not as good as them. I know having a boyfriend doesn't define you, but I'm scared it's making me look ugly or wrong. I just don't know how to think about it in a positive way. I just feel so unwanted. Firstly, thank you so much for opening up. Like we, we feel so honored that you trust us with this and yeah. And it's definitely a situation that so many girls go through. Personally, 
I didn't have a boyfriend all through high school. Um, I actually didn't get my first serious boyfriend to Sam, which was 18, which was after I graduated. And I remember feeling very similar feelings. All of my friends at school had boyfriends. And I remember feeling like nobody wanted me. I remember feeling not good enough, feeling ugly, all of these feelings I definitely felt myself. And I now look back and I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't feel that way. But also I'm kind of glad that I didn't have a boyfriend in school because it taught me such independence. You know, I didn't have someone to always do something with. And especially when all my friends did get boyfriends, they were all hanging out with them on the weekends. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, (laughs) like I'm not kind of hanging out with all these people. I have to do things by myself. And I just kind of got really comfortable with hanging out with myself and my own company. So I think that when I did finally meet Sam, it was just like he was this great addition to my life and not everything, if that makes sense. And I was the last person to have sex in my friend group too. And I remember feeling a bit less than anyone else who had had sex. Like I remember thinking like, oh, like they're cooler than me. They're better than me. Like they know more than me. And I know I just remember feeling very just kind of like less than, if that makes sense. So I definitely have been in this situation. Um, But yeah, I think it's super important to just remember that, you know, your time when you meet someone will come. And it's so important to focus 100% on yourself. And I think that a lot of people in later life think, oh, like I wish I was single so I could do this, I could do this. Make sure that you're making the most of being single. Like being single is great. And I think a lot of times people look down and pity the single, but it's awesome. It's really awesome. And like I said, take that time to find out what you really want in a partner in life. Take that time to become independent. And so when you do get that boyfriend, which will come and you realize after that, you know, you'll get a boyfriend, you'll have sex and you'll be like, oh, okay, nothing's changed. Nothing has changed. And you know, now if I do have friends that were in that situation, now I'm kind of on the other end of it. I don't think I'm any better than them in any way, like at all. So your friends probably are not thinking this. And if they are, then they're probably not the greatest friends. Um, But yeah, I hope that helped a little bit. That's just kind of my take on it. And I just kind of felt really inclined to answer this question because I was definitely in this situation. So I felt very, very close to home. But um, yeah, now looking back, I'm like, oh, as well, it was such a small part of my life. And at the time, it feels like everything. Having a boyfriend, you know, having sex for the first time, it feels like the biggest thing in the world. And then you get later on in in your life and you go, wow, like it really isn't. No, it's not. Yeah. And in all honesty, like in, yeah, just being completely transparent, I honestly can't relate. I, um, I don't know why I felt like laughing then. I just feel like, like, I feel like you're about to laugh. So I was like, um, I honestly can't relate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Cause I felt like a bit conceited saying that, but I only mean that because obviously you guys kind of know me by now. I have been with T since I was like 14. So I've just been with a partner for a really long time. And I never had that period of like, oh, everyone around me has a partner or everyone else around me has had sex. So I think I was one of the first and I have been in a really long-term relationship. So I cannot relate, but all I want to say from someone on the outside is do not feel like that. And it's warranted feeling like that and it's completely valued, but it's also not necessary because like, so I've said that time will come and when it comes, you'll be like, all right, like 
that was that and that's all I was missing out on that's all I was doing and it's not to say that it's not amazing but you are not less than anyone because you haven't found your person yet and honestly not many people at a young age have found their person so I think it's super important to just realize as well that you're in a really good position you have all the time in the world to work on yourself first and foremost and that is amazing working on yourself alone and doing all that self-work and prioritizing yourself is amazing and you will get a partner you'll be in a relationship and one day you'll be you know 10 years deep and think oh wow remember that time when I felt like this in my life and oh, I wish I hadn't have felt that way so Please don't think you are any less. You definitely are not. And just because your friends are in relationships doesn't mean they're in amazing relationships. So that's also really important to note as well. Exactly. And I'm not sure if you're in school or if you're out of school or not, but I know personally a lot of my friends that did have boyfriends at the time. And I remember thinking, oh, like they've found their one. I'm going to be alone forever. You know, you have all these thoughts. I mean, most of those people in that friend group are not in relationships anymore and I am so I think that waiting can also you know like you don't have to jump at the first person who looks your way as well definitely yeah Mm -hmm. anyway those are the ask us threes today I loved those ones I feel like it was a good range yeah bit of a mix of everything I like yeah <laughs> and now coming in yes <laughs> I'm like our favorite segment of the week that we never think about no. um, actually I think I do have one this week Go on. I'm excited to hear it. Um, I mean, look, my chair. (laughs) (laughs) My Bunnings chair. My Bunnings chair. No, but my recommendation comes with finding something in your house, in your space, in your room, whatever, that makes you feel safe. And I know this is like, again, a little bit deep and dramatic, but I just mean like, I can't meditate, right? I can't sit in a room and meditate. I don't have the capacity to do that yet. But I knew for me that having something that, you know, I don't really take a break during the day. So I'm like this chest, it is like the symbol of me taking a break, me sitting down and doing nothing. Like I don't work in this chair. I don't scroll in this chair. I just be in my chair. Yeah. So I'm like, this is like my recommendation is just find somewhere. And this kind of just runs with our whole episode of habits and routines, but just find something and somewhere in your house that is your space to do absolutely nothing and make it that space. It's like, you know what, this is my space to do what I I want, but I will not work. I'm not going to do uni. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to be. And that's my recommendation. I really like that. And I just want to add one thing. This past week, I've actually, and I guess this as well kind of adds into the habits, but I've actually made a a rule this past week that I, and I know this probably isn't going to be achievable for the rest of my life, but I've made a rule that I don't go on my phone in bed. And I was finding that I was going on my bed first thing when I was like waking up and also scrolling on it for half an hour before I turned the lights off and went to sleep. One, it took me so long to get to sleep because my mind was just so wired, but it also kind of teaches your brain that your bed isn't a place for sleeping. It's a place to scroll on your phone. So it won't be as easy to fall asleep. So I've kind of Going along with that little recommendation of yours, I've made that my bed is for sleeping and that Mm. is all. Maybe a bit of reading here and there, but it's – and it's a bit hard. Like I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I would just love a cheeky scroll on TikTok in bed. just go to the couch. Yeah, like you just – it's not the place to do it. I love it. 
Okay. Anyway, going into my recommendations, I've actually thought of three and I'm just going to like run through them quick fire. Wow. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. I'm changing things up, but it's fine. Um, okay. (laughs) Yeah. First thing, toasties. Did I recommend this recently? You know what? I've heard, I think you recommend it to me lately. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to, I'm going to make it quick. Don't worry. Don't stress. Um, this is something that I've been having every single day for lunch right recently. Okay, so you get two pieces of bread. I'm just going to really like speed through this. Butter, both sides. Flip it over. Both sides, avocado, tomato, like literally cooked chicken I buy from Woolies, so it's like really easy. Love Pop it. that on. Sprinkle of cheese, bit of, bit of tomato sauce. I'm not sure if you're a fan mm, of tomato sauce. I, I kind of love it. Sauce. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Put it in like, I mean, I wish we had a toasty press, but we just have like a little pan kind of thing. Pop it in, flip her over, cook both sides. So crispy. So tasty. Oh, I just can't recommend it more. Anyway, moving on. Next recommendation is The Vampire Diaries. I'm obsessed. I'm not even. (laughs) Have you watched it? I haven't. Okay. I don't think you'd love it, but I really love it. (laughs) I'm like, I would not like this. Okay, my only thing is, is I spend so much time packing jumpers now that I just kind of pop it on and sometimes I'll watch it for like hours while I'm packing. So I'm yeah. like kind of being productive, but I've just, I've already watched it like twice and it's kind of just like a cheeky comfort show for me. Anyway, next recommendation, chlorophyll, right? Uh-huh. And I know you're going to be like, oh, but this week I've actually, and I, the video is not even up yet, but I've been drinking chlorophyll for a video and I won't give, you, give anything away because there's definitely been some results. But can I just say one of the biggest, okay, I'm going to give something away. One of the biggest things is I have had so much more energy and I have changed nothing wow. else. Yep. Especially in the afternoon, usually where I have a bit of a crash, I'm like, running around the house and I'm not over exaggerating that like Sam's like what's going on and I'm like I actually don't know um also my poo's green but that's fine (laughs) there is some serious herbal something going on down there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway stop it stop it Anyway, guys, that's the that's the recommendations for today that's the episode guys Sophie's poo is green. Let's see you next week. <laughs> Let's get a weekly update on what color our stools are. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, it's been over an hour. I love that. We were yeah, saying last week, when you go over an hour, it's just like, yeah, like we've done something right. Yeah, we've done we something right. <laughs> and I feel like we've just, at the moment, I mean, you guys know this about us already, but this podcast is so unplanned. Like it couldn't be more unplanned if we tried. But that's also why we love it so much because we feel like, and I know that we get a lot of messages from you girls saying how much you feel like you're in the room with us talking. And that was always the vibe we were going for, but we're really, really glad it comes across like that because (laughs) you really are like Soph's in her room. I'm in my room. You guys are doing what you're doing and we're all just in this together. So I feel like it's just, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I've got to say. Like we wrote to do, I mean, we wrote dot points today and I think that's the first time we've ever written dot points for this And it podcast. kind of throws me off, like having to read a Yeah. Like, Whoa, what do I say next? <laughs> to be honest, I didn't love it. <laughs> I didn't love it. No, we're much better winging it. But I thought we had some really good habits in there. I'm really I think happy so. with a few of them. What was your favorite? Oh, question. I think my favorite was uh, future self. Think yeah, about your future same. self. That's my favorite. I just love that. Me too. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway. Let us know, though. Go, go onto the Facebook group and please start a thread. I want to see everyone's habits. Yes, yes, please, Very please. Excited. But anyway, oh we... Oh, okay, yep. <laughs> I wasn't recording. Stop it. <gasps> Riley. <laughs> my lid. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, my God. I was literally just like, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> Sophie, I literally just got sweaty, like everything on me. <laughs> I'm so that sorry. Is our biggest fear, like, okay, apart from the fact that our audio sometimes is just bad, it <laughs> has been good in the last few weeks. We're finally onto it. My biggest fear is one of us not recording our audio. <laughs> I just thought I, I just thought I'd get your adrenaline pumping for the day. <laughs> and you see how I'm now calling you Sophie because I'm angry. Yeah, <laughs> Sophie, Sophie. <laughs> anyway, guys. I'm going to yell at her. I'll see. <laughs> see, the end of our episodes are just a shit show. <laughs> chaotic. They're chaotic. <laughs> if you guys are still listening, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. Um, yeah, now I'm just like, I'm a bit rattled. <laughs> Would you like me to finish it off? Please. Okay. We really hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Definitely, as we've said, chat about it in the Facebook group. We want to create a conversation. Riley is putting the roofing around me. <laughs> anyway, we're going to stop. We really hope you enjoy it again and we will be in your ears and talk to you next week. See you guys. Bye, guys. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in on today's episode. We are an independent podcast, so all of your love and support really means the world to us. If you guys did like today's episode, make sure you take a screenshot and share it to your socials and tag us at Drink More Water Podcast. And if you do like our podcast, definitely make sure to subscribe and leave us a review as well. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.